And with that, I want to welcome our speaker for today. It's our wonderful, loving Pastor Rodrigo. Amen, amen. God bless you, church. How are you doing this morning? Good, good. It was, amen. How are you doing? Good. On a three-day weekend, you're here in the house of the Lord. And, and are you guys ready after the service to go and watch the game? Any 49ers fans? Any Cowboys fans? There we go. The house is divided. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Well, welcome. Welcome online if you're watching us. I pray that you are blessed this morning. But let's get our hearts ready before the Lord and let's pray and let's seek God this morning for him to prepare our hearts. Father God, we come before you, Lord Jesus, and we just welcome you into this place. And Father God, I pray that you just open up our hearts, open up our minds, open up our ears, Lord, to be able to hear your word and put it to practice. Father God, I pray for wisdom, revelation to come upon us and to bless us this morning. Bless every person that's watching and bless every person that's here. Father God, I pray a special covering upon the church that you cover and you protect it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you. This morning, uh, I want to talk to you guys about the benefits of being under his covering. There's so many benefits to come with being under the covering of the Almighty. And it's from Psalms 91. And I just want to point it out how just God has so much for us in store for our lives as believers, for our lives as a church. And we need to take advantage of this. We need to take advantage of the presence of God, of the covering that comes from being in the presence of God, for the benefits that come from being under his wings. And so I'm going to break down the passage this morning and we're going to talk about just how wonderful it is to be in, in his covering and in his presence. And uh, I mean, I remember firsthand just God's protection over my life in many, many ways, in many, many forms, in many, many times growing up in my country, El Salvador. I mean, we went through a lot. That country has gone through a lot of persecution, a lot of uh, wars, and a lot of natural disasters. I mean, earthquakes, I mean, left and right, because it's, they're surrounded by volcanoes, and we went through one of the biggest earthquakes the, the world has experienced, and it was like almost nine point something, and it was powerful, and, and I mean, the Lord protected us. The Lord protected me. Uh, I remember vividly, and then the Lord just kept us safe. I mean, we went through wars, and I mean, I've I seen things... Um, the, 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 the bullets from the helicopters through the window and, I mean, bombs and everything. You can see it, how bad it was over there. But I saw God's hand of protection upon our lives many, many times. I mean, I've had falls. I've had maybe near-death life experiences. And, I mean, near-death experiences. But the Lord has kept me safe, and I'm sure he has done the same with each and every one of you. I'm sure that you have stories after stories the goodness of God and his protection over your life and his covering upon your life. Why? Because of the prayers of maybe your parents, the prayers of your grandparents, maybe your own prayers. But the Lord is here to protect us and to cover us. And I know 21, 2022 came with a bang, right? And so this is just the beginning. And so I want us to leave this morning with hope, with courage, with faith, with strength, 
with boldness, knowing who you are in Christ, knowing uh, the covering that's with you if you are with him. Amen? Amen. Psalms 91 is one of my favorite passages. It's one of the greatest passages in the Bible. There's so much in there because it just talks about just his goodness, his greatness, and how he protects us through the storms and how he covers us and how he, he blesses us when we acknowledge him. And so we want to uh, be able to see what he has in store for us because this year we're going to go through things. We're going to see things that we've never seen before. We're going to fight battles that we've never fought before. We're going to fight new battles. But with the help of the Lord, we will be, we will be strong. As a church, we will be strong. As a church, we will stand up and rise up and conquer uh, the enemy. Amen? We're going to see God move in a mighty way. We're going to see God do great things, healing, signs, and wonders. We're going to see an outpouring of the Holy Spirit in 2022. We're going to see God move and deliver and heal and protect and cover in ways that we've never seen before. But it takes us to be able to acknowledge. It takes us to be able to speak it out. It takes us to be able to be in his presence. And so point number one, the assurance of God's protection, which it becomes our refuge and our fortress. Take a look at what the, part, the first part of the passage says. It says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide or rest under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him I will trust. It says, he who dwells in the secret place. There is a secret place that we have access. How many of you know that? Remember the, tale, the, the veil was torn in two when Jesus died on the cross. He tore the veil for us to have access, full access to the throne of grace. And in this passage it says, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide or rest under the shadow of the Almighty. That is powerful. I mean, that requires us to be able to be near God, be near His presence, for us to be able to rest when we're going through something, for us to be able to have peace in the midst of our trials and tribulations and storms. We see in the Bible, Peter, I mean, he was being persecuted. He was in prison. He was in jail. But he was able to sleep in between two soldiers. Why? Because he had peace. He was abiding under the shadow of the most high God. And he was able to rest in him. And so we need to practice the presence of God. We need to practice more being in his covering in his protection. Another passage from Psalms that kind of relates to the same topic of being in his presence is one of my other favorite passage. It says, one thing I ask of the Lord, and this I will seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. That's what we do when we're here on Sundays, we're seeking God's presence. On Tuesdays, when we're prayer, we are seeking God. And we're gazing upon His beauty. For in the day of trouble, 
He will keep you safe in His dwelling. He will hide you in the shelter of His secret tent and set me high upon a rock. I mean, beautiful, beautiful promises that we have at our disposal when just we, we practice one thing, being more in the presence of God. It doesn't mean that we have to be perfect. It doesn't mean that we have to have it all together. It just means that us broken people coming to a God that can restore us, coming to a God for help, for protection, for guidance. In the shadow of the Almighty implies that we need to be near. There's no way that we can be under the shadow if we are far from Him. There's no way that we can be covered if we're not in the, sh the shelter of the Most High God. And so there might be a storm out there. There might be thunder, lightning, hail coming down. And there might be a shelter next to you. But if you're not on, under the shelter, you're going to experience the elements. You're going to get hit by, by hail. You're going to get hit by the winds, by the lights, by, by the storm. But if you're under that covering, you're going to be protected. You're going to be safe. And so we know that, that I mean, the world out there is, is crazy. The world is chaotic, and the world wants to just grab a hold of you and to distract you and to give everything to it. But we serve a God that wants and has our best interest in us. Another promise that we have with this part as we abide under the shadow of the Most High is that it'll become our fortress. It'll become our refuge It'll become a place that we can come and we can be safe and we can be secure. There's a picture of a, a wall uh, here. This is a fortress. And the cities uh, back in, in the day in biblical times, they had a fortress because they needed to be protected from the enemies. There was a lot of conquering. There was a lot of wars. And there was a lot of things. And so the cities needed to have a, a covering, a, a wall, so the enemies wouldn't go through. So this is what happens when we have God on our side. When we are under the covering of the Most High God, He protects us. He surrounds us with a fortress. It says, He is my fortress and my refuge. In there you will find peace. You will find comfort. You will, we will find nearness to Him. Part number two, the assurance of his protection, he will deliver you and he will cover you. The next passage, it says, Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous or the deadly pestilence. COVID. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you shall take refuge his truth shall be your shield and buckler. So in this passage, he's talking to every single one of us. Right here we see that he will cover you. He will deliver you. And he will be, you will be under his wings. He will be your shield, your protection. If you make him your covering, if you are dwelling in the shelter of the Most High God. 
Here in this, par in this part of the passage, we see the psalmist using a metaphor. And he's basically describing us Christians, weak people. I mean, that's what we are, us birds. And, and so we see that, he, that he's telling us that, I mean, the little bird, it's very susceptible to being eaten if, it's, if, if he's not under the mother. And if it's not covered by the mother's body and feather or by the warmth of the mother, he's susceptible to the elements and he could die. And here we see, I mean, how many of you seen the Discovery Channel and the animal planets? And it is cruel out there, right? In the world, in the animal world, it's cruel how they go after the weaklings, they go after the babies, they go after the ones that can defend themselves. But guess what? That happens to us too, right? If we're not covered by God, if we're not under His covering, if we're not connected to Him, then we're susceptible to being snatched by the enemy. We're susceptible to, to the elements. We're susceptible to everything that comes our way in this world. And so we see it here that it happens. It happens to us believers. We lose track. We lose uh, sight of God. And, and then we are dealing with everything that the world throws at us. Can you relate to things in your life when you were away from the covering of God? I think we all can. We all experience uh, separation from God when we ourselves move away from Him. He's there. He's constant. He's there. He never leaves us nor forsakes us. But we choose to not be under the covering. And so it is our choice that we need to make to be under that covering. We know that the enemy is the devil. He's prowling around us like a lion trying to, to, to devour somebody. We know that he's here to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And so in this case, we see this fowler. It's a cool name. Uh, which is a bird catcher. He says that he will deliver you from the fowler's snare. The fowler, what he does is that he creates traps. He creates snares to capture birds because that's what it is, a professional bird catcher. He captures them by tricking them and by luring them and by giving them tricks and uh, by giving them um, uh, rewards. And isn't, isn't that what the enemy does with us? And so he does that with the birds and the, the ones that are away from the, the mother, the ones that are away from that protection, that covering. So it's a clear picture of how our lives are susceptible to the attacks of the enemy. But it says that he will deliver us from the fowler's snare. And also he will deliver us from the deadly pestilence. I mean, this is not an absolute promise because we, as human beings, are not immune to sicknesses and disease and all of that. We will see death in this life, but He promises to protect us and to cover us and to be with us. And so He gives us that strength when we're going through something. He gives us that, that assurance that He is there with us. That he is for us and he's not against us. 
And so when we're going through something, we can say, even though if I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. We can proclaim the truths from the Bible. We can proclaim His truth and know that He has promises for us. And, he know, and we know that He has things in store for us, for our disposal, especially now in the times that we're living. So we have a few pictures right here that, that show the covering, how the, the, the hand protects uh, the babies. And a lot of times what the hands do is that they have a special calling to call the babies when there's danger, when she senses danger. She calls them and, she come, and they come to them and they go under their wings. They go under the covering. A lot of times the, the babies maybe don't listen and they stay away or they don't listen or they're too slow and they can be snatched by a predator or by a, a fowler or something like that. We see here the mama, I was going to say mama bear, but no, the mama hen, I mean, she's there ready to attack whoever comes near them. That's the protection that they receive. Look at them. They protect them from the elements, protects them from the enemies trying to come and attack. Also, another picture that this passage gives us is a shield. It says, his truth shall be your shield and buckler. Right here, the pictures of the bucklers are those big shields that are covering your body in, in that time, I mean, they used to fight wars with bows and arrows, and they would be protected with these types of shields. And so the truth of God is our shield. It protects our hearts. It protects our mind. It protects our, our, our soul from the attacks of the enemy. With the word of God, we can cast, we can cast down lies. We can break strongholds. We can... We can tell Satan in his face to leave us because we have the word of God in us. And so with those shields, you can be on the, on the defense. You can protect yourself. You can, you can dart those fiery arrows that come to you. You can break them from those, uh, with those shields. And look at the thing, the, the, the cool thing here, they come together. As one body, they, when they're fighting, they come together and they come pro as protection in one body. And so that's what happens as believers. We need to be in one accord. We need to be connected in one body so we can fight this battle, so we can fight this fight. This year, we're going to be fighting many battles. And we need to stay together. We need to stay strong. We need to stay connected with, with the source, with Jesus. The next part um, that I love and that we need in our lives right now, it says uh, the assurance of his covering. We will fear no evil. We will have no fear. It says, you shall not be afraid of the terror, terror by night, nor the arrow that lies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste by noonday. I mean, he's covering everything. He's covering day, night, morning, afternoon. I mean, things can come in many shapes and forms. And they can come at us at any time. But with God's covering, God's protection, we will not fear. We will not be shaken. We will not be moved because 
we know who's with us. We know who is for us. And so we have somebody that's greater in us than him who's in the world. It says, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes you will see and look and see the reward of the wicked. So when you're going through something, when you're going through difficulty, when you're going through a tough time, you proclaim these truths to the enemy. You tell the enemy to back off. You tell the enemy that he has no place in your life, in your home, in your finances, in your life, in your marriage. And you proclaim it with your lips. You proclaim the truth and he will leave. You will be set free because of the truth of God. If you don't have the truth, you will not be able to defend yourself. If you don't have those shields, you will not be able to defend yourself. You will be killed on the first shot. Isn't that right? If you didn't have any type of covering or protection and you're in a war, you will be killed. But we as bodies, as a believer, we are on a war. We are on a spiritual war, spiritual battle, and we are daily facing it. So we need to be prepared. We need to proclaim this promises, this psalm. We need to write it in our, in our hearts, put it in our doors. We need to proclaim the blood of Jesus every time we wake up, every time we leave the house, every time we, we pray for our children, we pray for them. Special covering. We plead the blood of Jesus over them. That no weapon formed against them will prosper. That they will be covered. That the, his angels will be with them. And so we will not be afraid. We will not fear the terror that comes at night. But we will find security, comfort, strength, courage, and boldness. Even in times of trials. So why, what should we do if we're faced with those things? If we're faced with uncertainty, if we're faced with storms, well, then we need to draw near to God. We need to run to Him. There's no other place. A lot of times our minds get so foggy and bogged down and we focus on other things and, and we do other things, but we don't run to Him because a lot of times we don't even have the strength but this is where we come from as a body, as a church. You call somebody. You pray with somebody. You ask for help. Don't fight alone. Stay connected to the body. Seek the Lord. Seek help. And you will find refuge. When there's two gathering in his name, he's there with them. So read the Bible. Meditate on it. Pray for uh, strength. Psalms 121 says, I will lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. 2 Corinthians says, Praise be to the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort that we ourselves received from God. So a lot of times we go through things. We go through persecutions. We go through uh, trials, tribulations, temptations, so we can help others 
get through them. And so we will learn from those, and we will be able to help others to fight those battles. And also, when we're weak, when we don't know how to pray, ask the Lord to fill you with His Spirit. Ask Him to teach you to pray in the Spirit. It says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit Himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. A lot of times when we're going through something, we, we, we don't have the words to pray. But if we seek God in His presence, we can just pray in our spirit and ask the Lord to just take over and take control of the situation to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to bring comfort, to bring peace. We don't have to say it with our words, but we can just pray it in our spirit. And we can see God do great things. So when you don't know how to pray, pray with your spirit. Call somebody up and pray with them. Pray, ask for help. Verse 9, the assurance of deliverance and victory, physical protection. Have you, how, uh, how many of you know that we need that right now? Physical protection from an invisible enemy. It says, if you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling place, no harm will overtake you. No disaster or plague will come near your tent. For he will command or charge his angels concerning you to guard you in your ways. Look at this part. They will lift you up in their hands. These are not tiny angels like we see in the cartoons that are in our shoulders. These are warrior angels that they will lift you up with their hands and they will cover you and they'll protect you. They will guard you. They will fight for you. They will lift you up so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will thread on the lion and the cobra, and you will trample the great lion and the serpent. What a powerful image that we have here. What do we have at our disposal? It's amazing to see what we have if we make the Almighty our dwelling place, if we are near to Him in His presence, if we come running in our weakness to Him. We fall at His feet, crying out because we're weak and broken. And He will take us. He will comfort us. He will protect us. He will be with us. He will not leave us nor forsake us. It says, no plague will come near your dwelling. And again, this is not an absolute promise because we are susceptible to sicknesses and disease. But He will protect us. He will cover us because you are here this morning. And because we are here, he's not done with you. He has things in store for you specifically because you were born for such a time as this. And he wants to use you. If you're alive and you're breathing, he wants to use you for his honor and his glory. There's things that are coming our way in the supernatural realm that we need to be strong in our faith. There's a revival that's coming, and we need to be on our guard. We need to be standing strong, firm in the faith, knowing that He will use us 
and that He has chosen to use us for Him. We see this awesome story from Charles Spurgeon, one of the greatest preacher uh, who lived uh, a long time ago. In 1854, he, he had this um, plague that came where he was at in London. And it basically, I mean, wiped out a lot of people. He was going at it, praying for people, going to their homes, going to the hospitals, going everywhere. And he started getting weak. He started getting uh, stressed and scared and bogged down because there was so much death. There was so much sickness. And he started to feel not able to do it, not able to continue. But the Lord spoke to him in a very subtle way. He was coming home from one of the funerals and he was mourning that day. And he saw a note on a window, a shoemaker's store. And it read, handwritten note, it read, because you, I'll translate it into modern English because it's written in old English. Because you has, have made the Lord your refuge. The most high, your dwelling. There shall no evil befall you, which there will be no evil that will come to you. Neither shall any plague will come near your dwelling. He saw this note written on a window on a shoemaker's store. And he was ready to throw the towel and tell the Lord, I can't do it anymore. And this passage from Psalms 91 gave him the strength, gave him the boldness, gave him the courage, gave him the faith to continue the, the, the battle that he was at. Continue praying for people, continue visiting them, continue uh, going to, to their, their funerals. Because he had that covering and that protection. And he made that passage his own. And he prayed that no plague will come near me. Amen? Can we get an amen? No plague will come near me. Yes, we might get sick, but no plague will come near me. In Jesus' name. He will protect us. He will cover us. He will be with us. The powerful thing about this passage is that he will charge his angels to come and be with us. Uh, we have legions of angels at our disposal. We just need to call upon them and ask them to come to our rescue. We see also um, how the enemy can twist this around because he used that passage from Psalms 91 when Jesus was being tempted in the desert, the Satan knows Scripture, and he knows how to use it. He knows how to twist it. He knows how to put it in a way that sounds good, but it's not. And so he told Jesus, hey, he took him to the cliff. He took him to the highest peak, and he said, hey, throw yourself down. Let's see if your angels will come and rescue you. <laughs> and so because the devil quoted this, and he said, he will command his angels concerning you. And they will lift you up and in their hand 
so that they will so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Does that make sense now? Coming down the cliff, you will not hit your foot on the stones. So they will lift you up. So the enemy was using this passage to test Jesus and 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 so we know that we should not be putting the Lord to the test, but uh, and the angels were there to help him, but not in the way that the devil wanted to use it. They were there to help him in the temptations. And so do not be afraid. Know that you have angels at your disposal. And probably you've seen them protecting you, right? In your life. Otherwise, you would not be here. Also, that part of the, the passage, it says that you shall thread upon the lion and the cobra. This speaks of victory. That we have the authority to put the enemy under our feet. Amen? We have the authority to trample the lies of the enemy and destroy them and put them under our feet and walk in victory. But only if we know who we are in Christ. Only if we are covered under the shadow of the Most High. The last part, it says God's promises and blessings just because we love Him. There's promises and blessings because we love the Lord. It says, because He has set His love upon me, therefore I will deliver Him. I will set Him on high because He has known my name. Because we love Jesus and because we know Him. We know that there's power in the name of Jesus. Because we know his name, he will deliver us. He will protect us. He will guide us. He will cover us. It says that he will call upon me and I will answer him. Amen. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. And with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation powerful promises just because we are children of the Most High, just because we love the Lord and we're with Him. It's a choice that we make to set aside time to read His Word, to pray, to seek Him, to meditate, to thank Him, to give to Him, to share the good news. All of that, it's a demonstration of our love towards Him. And as we do that, we grow in our faith. As we do that, we are covered by the blood of Jesus. As we do that, we are covered with his feathers. These blessings, the blessings of his presence, it says that will cover you in the days of trouble. The blessings of his protection is because he will deliver you. The blessings of his promotion is that he will honor you the blessings of his prosperity is that he will give you long life and he will satisfy you the blessings of his preservation is that he will show you his salvation he says I will be with you I will be with you in the times of trouble in the times of of need. I will be with you in your solitude, in your sadness, and I will give you comfort. I will give you peace. 
I will give you strength. I will give you boldness. I'll, I'll give you what you need. Just rest. Just rest in my presence. Just rest in my fortress. I got your back. I got your back. This year, I mean, we don't know what's coming next. But we know that we can trust a God that has many promises for us. The God who created the heavens and the earth, who holds the stars in his hands, who can send angels to hold us in his hands. He has us. We will not fear. We will not be shaken. Yes, we might be afraid at times, but we will not dwell in fear. So what's my challenge for you? To draw near to God. Draw near to Him. You've experienced separation one point in your life. You've experienced distance from the Lord one point in your life. Use that as a reference. What it means not to be in His covering. Use it as a reference just to draw closer to Him. To be more, to run at His feet. To be under His covering. Make Him your dwelling place. Trust His promises for your life. And you know that you will be okay. Know that He will be with you. Amen. Let's stand to our feet and let's worship the Lord because He is holy. He is worthy. And He deserves all the honor and the praise this morning. And because we can come to Him and we can ask of Him and we can be under His covering, He will send His angels to protect us. Yes, Lord Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship your holy name this morning, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let us sing like never before. Let us pray like never before. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let us draw near to you like never before. Father God, let us be close to you. Yes, Lord, we need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. We will be protected. Yes, Lord. yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You give us joy, joy, Father God.
prayer, just come to the front. We'll pray for you. If you need prayer, if you have a need, we'll pray with you. is good. God is good. If you, you know, from what Pastor Rigo was sharing, when we come and draw close to God, that's when we receive our protection. That's where the covering comes, when we draw to Him. If you're here and you're like, pastors, I I want that covering. I, I, I want that protection. And maybe you have never, you know, made the decision to follow Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's you. As all of us are still standing, with, let's close our eyes. You can raise your hand if you're home. Just raise your hand. And we're gonna, I'm going to pray for you. Amen. Father, this morning, Lord, I ask, Lord, as those who have taken that, that one step to say, Jesus, I need you in my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my heart. Be the center of my life. Lord, I ask you that you come to them. Speak to them directly in this moment, this morning, right now, in the name of Jesus. And repeat after me. Jesus, I, I, Jesus, I accept the fact that I am a sinner. I recognize and admit that I am a sinner. I am nothing without you. And this morning, I ask that you come into my life, and I declare you as Lord and Savior of my life. That you be the one that guides me from now on. Be the king of my life. Be my protector. Be my shield. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the pastor um, was saying there's there's a picture that he put up there that is uh, very strong to me. And I love history. And it's the picture of the Roman soldiers with a shield. And it reminds many passages in the Bible that, you know, Paul all the time talks about the shield of God. 
And to to them, it was a very vivid picture because it was a daily occurrence. It was a daily image that they had. Because the Roman, that Roman shield, if you saw it on the picture, it's very big. It's very tall. It was thick. It was heavy. It wasn't, it wasn't for a we, uh, you know, the faint of our heart to carry it. But that shield physically protected those soldiers from the arrows. And sometimes the arrows will come with fire. It will protect them. But the thing, it was so, it was the reason was that size is because it will protect the very crucial organs that can kill a person right away. And in the same manner, when, when the, the scripture tells us that we are to take the shield, it is, it is basically telling us this shield is going to protect the crucial aspects of our lives. Yes, we might have a scraped knee, ankle, you know, maybe an arrow on our toes. Just kidding. Uh, but we, we, we're not going to get damaged or hurt or killed by the starts of those enemies, by the arrows that are thrown at us. Because that shield protects us. So keep that, keep that image in your mind as you go through this week to ask God to protect you. Amen. If you're here and you're new, thank you for joining us. We want to, uh, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior for the first time, we want to come and go. Uh, we have a table that says, I have decided. We want to meet you. We have a little gift for you. We want to just touch bases with you. We, we don't walk alone. We want to walk alongside you. And this is a journey that is it's a lifelong journey until we are called to be with Jesus in heaven. Also, if you are here for the first time, we want to say hi, y'all. Hi. And just go to the hub. We want to just uh, give a little gift to you. You know, Shake your hands. If you're watching us online, if for the first time you're watching us, send us a little message. We want to communicate with you. And hopefully we get to see you in person and be able to give you a hug and a smile. And thank you for joining us. So, church, have a wonderful Sunday. Let's, and, oh, I almost forgot. Next Sunday, as I said in the announcement, next Sunday we're going to go to one service, 1030. So get a little bit extra sleep so you can worship with all your heart. But if you're here at 9 o'clock, we're just going to assume that you're here to help. So, okay, we will take that help anytime. So have a blessed Sunday. Amen.